Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the future. This is Brandon, the host and creator of Monster Eight the Pilot. You're getting this odd introduction due to the fact that Brandon used to have music on the podcast, and uh, that day finally came, and I'm starting to get episodes struck down. So I'm going through and getting all the music remo- removed. So you're getting this fun introduction to go over any time I had music playing at the beginning of the show. Um, if I'm not able to cut around it, like sometimes I talk over the music, so that's why this is here. Uh, yeah, so if there are references to songs or I seem to be talking about a song, I'm like, hey, I've got these three songs later. You know, look in the description of what they were. They will be cut out. I am working on it. It will take some time. Hopefully I don't get the ban while working on this stuff because a lot of these episodes are in the archives. And getting them out of the archives takes like 12 hours. But other than that, enjoy the show. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, I kind of fucked up by not knowing... Uh, but not understanding what I was reading when saying that Spotify Anchor allowed music on the podcast. I misunderstood what that meant. Anyways, yeah, it sucks, but we all get through it together. Enjoy the episode. It's the best episode ever. This is, Whatever episode this is on, it's the best episode ever. So listen, like, share, subscribe, support, all the fun stuff. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. I am your host, Brandon. I am your creator as well. <laughs> um, it is Wednesday, the Wednesday edition of the show. If you are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much. If you're tuning in for other than the first time, thank you for coming back. Um, it's Wednesday, so we're going to go over the Springsteen Song of the Week. And we're also going to go over kind of what else is going on in the world of Brandon. Mostly some frustrating shit, because I'm still trying to get uh, the Sex Appeal Sofa stuff figured out. Finally did the measurements, which I should have done probably a long fucking time ago. Um, and I've got to do so much work now. It comes in, like, I got like a 7.30 to 11.30 time frame in the morning. And I have got so much shit to move now. Just because I just spent the last hour uh, measuring everything out. And it's going to be fun, fun, fun. I still have to go see Fucked Up. Um, what a day. What a day. I've waited too, way too late to get started on this. <laughs> Woefully unprepared. Brandon Monovan strikes again. Um, uh, should be a pretty fun day. Let's see what we can get into, see what else is out there. The All-Star Game baseball happened, and uh, that was a whoop fucking do um, I don't even know who won. I don't even know who won the fucking home run derby. God, I am so dis- detached from baseball because of how shitty... They've made the product, so I don't know. Maybe I just don't care about that anymore. Hopefully the Reds will be eventually be good again. Who knows? Um, other than that, I uh, went to Hell is Real the other night with uh, the friends and uh, my sister's homie, uh, Andy. Good times. Great times. Wonderful times. Um, oh, shit. I don't know. It's going to be an episode where we'll be trying to figure it all out on the fly. Um, yeah, but, you know, crew won 2-0. Good times. Cucho scored a really, really great header, and then a pretty obvious handball was called. And it was funny to me because the guy kept trying to argue that he had his arms in close to his body, and he kept telling the ref to look at the replay, and the replay obviously shows that he was wrong. But then he's still trying to plead his case, which is hilarious to me. I don't know. Take responsibility, man. Stop making fucking excuses. Then again, he plays for Cincinnati, so like his whole like he has no excuse for the career he has because his entire career is a joke. <laughs> nah, good time. Had a good bison steak for dinner. Medium rare. Fantastic. Good stuff. Oh, I don't even know what to talk about, man. I don't know. I'm kind of in that frustratingly, very frustrated mood right now because I've got so much shit to do now. I may have to skip this fucked up show. I really might have to. 
just because I have got so much stuff to move. I still got I got to move that little uh, stand back there. I've got to move uh, the music stand over there with the record player and all that fun stuff. I got to move that across the room. That thing is really fucking heavy. It's way heavier than it looks. And um, luckily I got a little dolly thing here that's going to help me out. But I got to flip that to the other side of the room. The sofa is not going to be centered and it's going to bother me. But that's going to be the only way I'm going to work because I like the little green chair I have. I'm going to flip that over here. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'll put it over here. I have to take the amp. I might move the amp over. Hopefully. I don't know. I don't know if I want to put the amp there. It might be a little worried about that. Because uh, I've had like the air conditioners leaked a couple times here or there. Like some random leakings. And, uh, you know, I don't want that leaking all over that really, really nice Vox amp I have. I have a really great Vox amp, man. But then, like, if I don't know where to put the Vox amp, I don't know what to do. That's a really expensive amp to have just kind of sitting nowhere. <laughs> it was just off to the side. I kind of like to have a little cool piece of people walking in like, ooh, cool, look at that amp. I'm like, yeah, I am cool. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Good times today. Listening to some Bruce, listening to just music in general, um, having a good time, working on whatever I can. Like I said, I, I should have, uh, I did therapy earlier today, and that was good. Complain about everything I usually complain about. Didn't talk about everything I want to talk about. I got to the end. I ended up getting there 10 minutes late because I couldn't get my fucking camera to work. So I had to get on my phone. And um, there was stuff I wanted to talk about that I didn't get to talk about. And I'm not going to talk about it with you guys because it's not one of those things to talk about just yet. I've got to work that shit out before I talk about it. Uh, you know, but at the same time, good session. Good session. Good talk session back and forth. It's just, you know. Once a month, though. I mean, I was I was two twice a month a couple months ago, uh, about a year ago. Eh, probably even earlier than that. And then I finally cut it back to once a month because I kind of got in such a better place overall. My hair is doing such funny things on the fucking video. Yay. Um, I think we're five minutes in. I haven't said anything about, like, where to find me and all that fun stuff. This is how great this is. <laughs> I really push record. I have no notes ready for the day. <laughs> what I want to talk about, or maybe some subjects to hit on, like none whatsoever. This is great. Oh, man. Um, anyway, I'm available on Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, uh, I think I already said Radio Public, didn't I? Start over. Amazon, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and I think that's all of them. I don't know. And available in video form in Spotify. So if you're seeing me, you're seeing my wonderful purple shirt today. You're seeing uh, the wonderful new facial hair I'm rocking. It's wonderful, isn't it? I like how I, I rocked it on Sunday. And uh, nobody I was hanging out with said a fucking word. That's, I don't know. People have never noticed when I do cool stuff to my facial hair. Like, you know, if I shave down to just a mustache, nobody knows. But I, uh, I remember doing that at the brewery years and years ago. And there's a girl there named Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. She was like she could not figure out what was different about me. I'm like, I just I only have a mustache. She's like, Oh that looks good. I'm like I don't know, I'm blessed with able to rock facial hairs without anybody really double what, double taking on it. Like what the fuck's this guy doing? Yeah. I could probably do the goddamn uh, Raleigh Fingers curly mustache if I wanted to. And nobody would say a fucking word because it's just branded, man. That's uh it's tough to get to this unique level of uh style. <laughs> Oh, or maybe it's just uh, social relevance. Maybe that could be what it is. <laughs> oh, I shit on myself. Let's do this. 
Oh, man. No, I'm excited to get this sofa in tomorrow. I'm going to make it work. I make everything work. I get, I'll get. i figure it out. I think you can, if you're watching the video, I think you can see the tape measure on the floor. Like, I'm figuring this, I should have figured this out six months ago. should have figured this out like seven months ago when I ordered the fucking thing. But, no, nah, I'm figuring out the day before it comes, and there's no way I'm allowed to return it. So, thumbs up, let's do this stuff. Oh, oh man. I don't know, what have I been watching lately? What have I watched? I've been watching those uh, BuzzFeeds Unsolved. Those are fun. Uh, Ryan and Shane is doing stuff, and Ryan thinking absolutely everything's a ghost or whatever the fuck, and Shane like, yeah, ghosts aren't real. And I'm very much in the Shane camp. Uh, ghosts aren't a thing. Aliens aren't a fucking thing, you know. Ancient aliens is a bunch of horse shit. Like, it's also the most boring fucking explanation to anything that's ever happened in the history of the world. Oh, aliens happen. Like, get the fuck out of here. Nah. Not, not the case at all. Uh, there's been too many, like... We'll never truly know how most of this stuff worked, but it was definitely not aliens. Like, 100% not aliens. I shouldn't say 100%, because nothing's ever 100%. 99.9 to the infinity max, uh, not aliens. So if you think it's aliens, uh, sorry, you're kind of a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Roast them. I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Why? Uh, like, history is full of such like fascinating cultures and fascinating things that have been figured out long before... Um, uh, I don't even know how to say it, but yeah, just like think of the stuff we figured. I, I even always like point this out. You know, we find all these hieroglyphics that like, oh, this proves there's aliens. Like, nah. Like, think about this. Let's say, like, nuclear war or something happens, or um, civilization just falls apart. Nothing's written down for a thousand, fifteen hundred years. Like nothing. Nothing's kept. Everything that we knew is gone. Nobody writes a record of anything. We don't keep any of it. In the 1500 years, the descendants of our descendants are walking through, what I think it's Portland, and they find that fucking Yoda statue. There's a Yo- I think there's a Yoda statue. It's either in Seattle or Portland. There's a statue of Yoda, the character from Star Wars. What the fuck do you think they're going to think that is? They're going to think that's proof that things came from another planet and came here, and we built a shrine to them. Like... It's kind of the same exact thing for me. Like, there's so much things we don't know about their day-to-day culture that we can't, you know, we're only looking through through our own, like, scope, our own lens, our own um, ideas about what society is, and we're projecting that onto ancient people who are probably actually way smarter than we were because they figured out almost all this shit. Um, I think there was that guy in Florida who used to move big-ass stones, and they tried to say that, you know, he, he had harvested ancient alien technology to do it, and he said, no, if you know how physics works, this shit is easy. <laughs> I think that was like, I'm not sure if he said shit, but I'm pretty sure he did. He actually said, like, this shit is really easy if you know what physics are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of it. Like, you know, it's just a whole bunch of idiots who can't comprehend anything um, and can't comprehend that somebody is that much smarter than they are. And they just have to, like, explain in a way in a way they can understand. And the only way they can do it is that they had to cheat, basically, and get alien technology. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I don't. I fucking hate ancient aliens. It's so stupid. It's got like twenty fucking seasons. Ruined the goddamn History Channel. It used to be nothing. History Channel used to be nothing but like, not like cool shit. But I mean, they had some good stuff on there. I remember one thing they used that medieval uh, video game, medieval Total War, and they used to like recreate like ancient battles, and it was really neat. And it was also very informative. Had Matthew Settle, who was um, Spears on Band of Brothers. He was the host. What was that show called? I don't know. I don't remember what that show was called anymore. 
I like that show. But now it's this fucking Pawn Stars and Ancient Aliens and who knows what the fuck else it is. Ice Road Truckers and it's just... Uh, I don't know. reason why I don't have fucking cable. It's all stupid. Everything's stupid. No. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Fuck aliens. Uh, what else... What else? What else? What else, Brandon? I really need to get this shit figured out out here because I, I really want to go to this fucked up show. I don't know. I'm having a little bit of anxiety about it with, like, sobriety anxiety. Like I said, it's kind of a hardcore show. Um, I'm not sure how many people are going to be there. And I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things I've got. I, I struggle with still a little bit is having the anxiety of going to shows or going out to places that I know there's going to be either heavy drinking or heavy activity or just kind of intense activity and um, still trying to cope with how to deal with that in my day-to-day life because I still have those days where it's not the easiest thing in the world where makes me nervous, makes me anxious, makes me not want to go to things I want to do and it drives me crazy because like this is one of my favorite records. And they're playing that record. I love David Comes to Life. It's one of my favorite records ever, man. And I might skip it. Just be, I don't know. But at the same time, you know, if I feel like that's, I, I keep having to tell myself, I'm like Brandon, if you end up getting overwhelmed, just leave. You can always just leave. It's not like I, I paid like four hundred dollars for these tickets. I paid twenty bucks. You know what I mean? I know some people out there. Twenty bucks might be a lot of money, but you know, I'm well enough where I can spend twenty bucks on takeout food every single fucking day. Because that's what I'm doing. Ugh, I need to go to the grocery. But yeah, like, you know, it ends up getting kind of overwhelming. Just say, you know what? This has been fun for what it is, but I'm getting overwhelmed, so I'm getting out of here. I don't think anybody's going to judge me because I don't think anybody's going to notice I'm there because I got to hang out in the back now. I'm not getting into shit. I know that for sure. I'm way past mosh pit age. Oh, body's way past it. I'd, I'd be broken for days. I'd be broke down for days if I had to go to the mosh pits. God, I'd get broke down days from now. I'm going to be broken down for days just moving this shit. I don't know, man. Life. Getting older. Getting bruises that I don't remember anymore. It take, Well, I remember them. It takes me a while to remember them. Like, uh, how do I have this big-ass bruise? I don't remember bumping anything. And it takes me like, I don't know, maybe like two days. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember doing that now. I did. <laughs> Uh, it's fun getting old, man. Getting way old. Especially getting older past your own age. Like, I'm only 31, 32 in a couple months. But, man, I crack pop and just crunch every single time I get up out of a chair or something like that. It's probably from the car accidents. But, you know, I kind of knew that would be coming. I just hope by the time I'm about 60, I'm not, like, down to a cane or have to be in a wheelchair for the last, like, 10 years of my life and just miserable. Oi, oi, bay. Right? I don't know. That's getting, getting, getting dark. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're having a good time here. We're having good times, man. I like creating this podcast. It's fun, you know, getting to learn how to do all this fun stuff, getting, uh, like I said, got that link out, had Dan figured out how to get people on the podcast, talk to my sister. She wants paid, which is fucking ridiculous when she doesn't do anything. Um, Typical millennial, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love making fun of the people that are my age. <laughs> or my own social, what is it? 
my own generational group. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Who fucking cares? Um, no, no, I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, she said she wanted paid as a producer. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. I got to make money off this first we get paid. Um, and I would be, you know, if she actually put in the work, I'd be getting paid. So it's really, it's on her. If she wants to say why she's not getting paid, it's her own fault. So tough, tough on you, Amber. Uh, I paid Dan before you because Dan's actually worked on this for me. He's actually lining up guests for me, like super secret special guests. <laughs> oh, man. No, but it's good to see JR the other day. Good talks, hanging out, telling stories, talking shit about some old friends. Talking about playing, you know, the old football back in the day. Oh, and the uh, the older guys, like the 20-year-old dudes who would try to play with, like, we were, like, 15, and they were, like, 20, and they took it way too fucking serious. We had to play tackle, and they were, like, big dudes, so it's like, we don't fucking, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't miss playing football at all. I miss playing baseball. I do miss, yeah, I miss playing baseball. Anyway, Lauren's got an open invitation for me to come down. He's got, like, a little, uh... A little team thing going on down there. Him and his buddy Sean and a couple other people. I think he says he's up to like five players now. So I'd come down there, whip out an old 12 sixer on him. Fucking make him duck. I don't know if I could throw that 12 six anymore. I used to have a really good curveball. That was the one thing I was really good at with baseball. Was uh, I was a solid baseball player for the area. Then after I broke my leg, I wasn't quite the player I was. Uh, but I had a wicked fucking curveball. Big 12-6-er. If you ever seen Barry Zito throw a curveball, that's what I had. I had literally that pitch. Like, that much movement, too. Like, I had a really good one. I just didn't have a fucking fastball. And also, I was five foot five. <laughs> I didn't run like David Eckstein or anything like that, either. So, you know, or Ryan Friel, those other tiny guys. So, I was limited in future endeavors, man. And it took me too long to realize that. And then I went to college and didn't play and didn't go. I don't know. I haven't played since I was like 19, man. Since I got out of high school, probably. I think I did one year of, uh, what was that thing called? Del Rice. That was 12 years ago. Toss it around a little bit here and there since then. I don't know. Good times. Good times. Used to be the only thing I'd think about when I wake up in the morning was baseball. Now I don't even watch the goddamn game because they've ruined it so much. Good job. Good job, uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, the commissioner, Rob Manfred, that piece of shit. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I shouldn't say that about a person, but my God, he's, he's worst. He's the worst. I have zero respect for that freaking guy. Um, and all, like, it's just, and then, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't want to, how even to go into it. Like I said, catering to a, uh, Like football does it too, where they don't cater to fans; they cater to the people who don't watch to try to get them to watch. Instead of making their stuff so good that you can't help but watch, you know what I mean? That's how you do it. You don't cater to the people who don't give a shit. Like you know, all this stuff baseball's doing to try to attract audiences. Audiences look like, oh, cool, they're doing that, and then not watching still, dumbasses. So what you're doing is just isolating the people who actually do give a shit. And you're just going to kill your ratings some more. So, you know, good job. Way to go. Way to, you know, basic fucking marketing there, pal. Dumbasses. I swear to God. I can't watch it. Can't. Just fucking can't, man. Like I said, I was kind of like, oh, I'll watch the Home Run Derby. Pull Holst's last one. And then, nah. And then I checked ESPN last night. And it was like the All-Star Games. So I'm like, oh, shit, I missed the Home Run Derby. And now this waste of time is on. Fucking All-Star Games. Stupid. 
So you know what I did? You know what I did? I watched uh, Against the Ice with the guy who played Jamie Lannister. Nikolai, I always forget how his last name said. He's got one of those hyphenated last names. What is he? Is he? Is he Croatian? Like, is his name Croatian at least? I think it is. It's Croatian or Serbian. I can't remember. Um, nah. Solid movie. The cinematography is beautiful. Like, you know, it's filmed in Iceland and Greenland and shit, man. I've always thought about that. Just, uh, especially in my disappear times when I want to disappear. You know, it's either drive out west or head to the north, man. Head north and just get on like an oil rig or I don't know, just find some place up there and just kind of escape everything. And that's, I don't know, there's something about like the great white north, like north, like way up there, Canada, like the, the tundra and all that stuff that really, really kind of speaks to me for some reason. I think it's just the overwhelming piece of it all. So, of course, we got to try and drill for oil up there, right? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I love anything kind of set up there. Um, anywhere where, like, the land is literally trying to kill you <laughs> at all times. It's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of it's badass. It's like alligators, man. It's like gators in the Great North. Those are, like, my two favorite things in the world. It's like I had the utmost respect for those two things. Like, you know, alligators, man. I eat them because I want, it's like, I... I respect them so much. <laughs> oh. No, nah, but like the, like, there was that show a couple years ago, The Terror with um, Jared Harris. Um, oh, shit. Guy played Mansraider. Guy who was Caesar in Rome. Come on, Brandon. Cillian Hines? Siren Hines, right? Yeah. Is it Siren? I don't know. It's one of those names I've never actually heard out said out loud now. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's Siren Hines. Um, Tobias Menzies. Um, there's a couple other really good guys in there. I don't think they were that well-known, if I'm thinking correctly. Oh, Ian... Is it Stewart? Oh, man. I'm not getting the names today, man. But, yeah, The Terror was outstanding. It was on AMC the first season. The second season was... Not good. It was not good at all. It was way too slow. Like, I remember thinking, like, oh, this has got to be wrapping up, and realized I was on episode four. I'm like, I have a whole, like, six more episodes to go of this shit? Like, it was all, it was not good. It was very, very slow. And it was just a little bit disjointed. I was hoping it was good. It had, like, a good, like, premise, um, like, in a Japanese internment camp during World War II, and um, plays, like, some Japanese mythologies and stuff like that about, like, uh, spirits i'm not 100 percent sure how to explain them i don't know that much about japanese mythologies and stuff no but the the terror season one was outstanding all based on hms terror hms erebus the fits the jesus brandon you're not getting any names today Fitzgerald expedition the francis expedition right Oh, my God. Anyway, it was like this uh, Arctic expedition trying to for find the Northwest Passage in the 1840s, and they all got trapped in the ice, and they all died. Um, this one has a little bit more of a kind of supernatural little twist on it. It was also based on a book um, I have around here somewhere. Um, no, but it, was, it, was, it was a really good show. Once again, it had, like, you know, just kind of great setting, great vibe, great, oh, man. Dread. That's what. That's how you'd pronounce. Like, kind of uh, talk about the show is very dreadful. You just knew nothing was going to go right, mostly because you knew everybody dies. So you're kind of like, 
how are they going to go out? Um, now, but it was it was really good. I, I thought the acting was great, especially the guy who played Hickey. He was also one of the firefighters in Chernobyl. Which man, if you've not watched Chernobyl, that might be one of the greatest things I've ever watched. Is the series of Chernobyl with Jared Harris as well? Jared Harris does great things. He doesn't do bad things. It's like the, I think that's in his contract. Not allowed to do bad things. It's in his creed. I won't do bad stuff. I only do great things. Uh, yeah, but Chernobyl is, oh, talk about just, uh, another one of those shows that gives you the goosebumps. Need to take a shower, mostly to wash the radiation off of you. Uh, but no, the terror was great. Chernobyl was great. Watch both those shows right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop this episode. Watch those and come back. I'll still be going. Uh, <laughs> I think the terror's on AMC. Chernobyl's on HBO. Like I said, both series outstanding. Uh, I think I watched Chernobyl in one day. And like, I think there's a scene where they have to go... If you don't know anything about Chernobyl, Chernobyl was a nuclear reactor meltdown in Russia, or I guess in the Ukraine. Um, 80... 86? 86, I think? I can't remember the year. Um, and, like, there was all the... Like, like, I know they took some liberties. I know Stellan Skarsgård's in there as well. Um, like, a, I think there's a helicopter trying to, like, dump water on everything, and it crashes because of all the radiation. I don't think that happened, if I'm thinking correctly. I think that's one of the things they said they kind of they created for the show. I think they did, like, a little mini-series. I should have listened to it. Um, not a mini-series, a podcast after the show aired. Um, that was kind of cool. Um, now that the... There was scenes where they're like, you know, they're little radiator reader things. Um, came back like, you know, they only went up to like, uh, I can't remember, like 300 Rotgen or something like that, which is like the radiation reading uh, Rotgen. And um, they have a guy go in with like a like a proper one. He comes out. It's like, it's not 300. It's like 3,000. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, man, we're dealing with some shit. And then there's like one where these three guys have to go underneath the plant and shut off all the water because it's like it, it could uh, cause like the whole core could like leak into uh, or could like explode if they don't get this stuff shut off. And the whole time you hear like the like the radiation like reader thing is just going crazy while they're down there. All three of those guys fucking survive. So like, hell yeah, man, fucking heroes. And then, you know, if you've ever read the afterwards of Chernobyl, like in real life, um, basically Russia does, did to them what the Americans are trying, well, a lot of, uh, like probably 50% of the United States government wants to do to the 9-11, like heroes there, like the guys who, uh, the firefighters, all the police officers, the first responders to 9-11, that tragedy, and like basically saying, like, no, we're not going to pay your fucking benefits for doing all that extra shit that you shouldn't have had to. Yeah, so, like, that's what Russia did to Chernobyl. Like, uh, the liquidators is basically the same exact thing. You know, to fucking take care of those people. They fucking took care of you. How about this? Don't pay Congress. Pay those fucking people instead. Congress should be a free fucking job. It's a volunteer job. You asked for that job. I'm not going to... I don't should fucking pay you to do nothing all the fucking time. Yes, shitheads. Ugh, I fucking hate Congress. I fucking hate politics, man. They're all idiots. They're the worst. Just a whole bunch of power-hungry fucking greedy bastards. Every single one. Don't name anybody that you don't think is. Guess what? They fucking are too. Um, they're all trash. Lead them down the steps, man. Lead them down the front steps into their own sin and fucking shame. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm starting to get a... Uh, 
I don't know. Like I said, just take care of like 9-11 first responders for life. They shouldn't have to pay for a fucking thing the rest of their goddamn life. Shit they had to go through. Same thing with the liquidators. They're Chernobyl. They had to do, like, they had to face an invisible enemy for years. And, like, now, like, a lot of them have all these massive health issues. And, yeah, they, they're just trying to find some loophole why it's not, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's why Russia and the United States hate each other. We're the same exact fucking country. Um, I don't know. What the fuck do I know? Come on, Brandon. Get on it. TV shows. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, Chernobyl is a great TV show. Especially as you watch the deterioration of the like the firefighters because of like the acute radiation sickness. Um, I've read pieces by like doctors and nurses who actually... like worked on those guys and as horrible and ghostly and terrifying as it is in the show and just like ghastly um like they just turn into ghouls basically not like ghouls they just like there's they're melting in front of you it's it's terrifying like the people who actually you know treated those guys said it was even worse in real life which is just i don't have words to describe how horrible that must have been and you know thank those guys because, you know, without them, we could have had a fucking big section of the entire globe that has no chance of being hospitable for who knows how long. You know? So, thanks to those, thanks to those guys. Thank you, all those dudes. Good guys, great guys. Wonderful guys in my book. Deserve everything. Fucking pay them. Pay their families for generations. Um... And also, like, then the back to the terror. That's when I kind of started on the terror. And, like, the Great White North. I got it. like, that whole idea of just going north and just... I don't know, man. It's like a place where ghosts could exist or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is in my mind that is so drawn to the idea of something like that. That's what I always loved in, like, even, like, the Song of Ice and Fire's books. Like, as, like, the brand character continues to go north. I'm so excited for him to go farther and farther north. And all this other stuff, and I don't know. It's the great unknown, I guess. Like, I'm terrified of the great unknown, but it intrigues me so much. I want to know what's there. I want to know what's out there. I don't know. I don't know anything. That's the problem. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. We know no nothing. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a fun day, hasn't it? I have got to get this stuff taken care of. <laughs> Like, oh, I just keep thinking about it, and it just also keeps making me, like, angrier and angrier. I don't know what the fuck, like, that lamp I'm sitting right there behind me, if you were watching the video, I have no idea where the fuck that thing's going. Zero clue. Like, I have zero inclination where that can go. I have a whole lamp that is just, I like that lamp. I love lamp. It's a great lamp. Wonderful lamp. Good lamp, great lamp. Like, over there. I don't have the room on that little thing. To do the lamp. So I don't know what to do, man. I've got to figure that out. And I'm still trying to go to a show tonight. Definitely going to Camp Cope on Saturday, though. There's no anxiety about that one. I think it'll just be a good show. Like, you know, it's, I think they don't... Excuse me. They're not like a super heavy band. I don't know, man. I gotta go to this show. Uh, tonight. Just, like I said. It's uh, the things you gotta adjust to once you make certain decisions in your life. 
You know, you got to adjust. You know, everything's not the same. You make a big decision like I've had to make a few times. You know, nothing's really the same anymore. So you got to make certain decisions differently or you have to assess things differently. I think it'd be easier if we didn't have such a fucking drinking problem as a country. Um, you know, you know, every time you, you know, I have to see people like who won't go to certain shopping centers or they won't go to a certain uh, grocery store because that grocery store doesn't let them drink wine while they shop for groceries. Get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously. Like, I get it. It's content or whatever for Facebook, and you can, you know, post your nihilism shit on Facebook or whatever or Twitter and act like you're just so messed up. But really, I, I get it. You just have, like, you know, no existence outside of social media. So <laughs> you need to find it. And everybody's super into drinking for some reason. Wine and wine or whatever the fuck they did during the fucking COVID. That was fucking cool for about zero seconds. Um <laughs> God, I hate so much about our society. I just hate I just, I don't know. I hate social media culture. It's so lame. Influencer culture. That's what everybody's just trying to be as an influencer, and it's uh, the worst existence ever. You know, nah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I shouldn't wish death on people. <laughs> oh, man. I'm on it today. I am on it. The only thing I should be on is getting this fucking room ready, but I, I you know, I'll get done with this and probably go sit on the fucking couch for a while. I don't know. Maybe I should go ahead and wrap it up for today. I haven't really talked about much of anything. I have been random as fuck today. Uh, random as all hell. It has been a half hour, though, so how that happened, I don't know. I really don't know. I made it through an episode. Good for me. Good for you. Good for all of us. Great for us. Wonderful for us. Oh, it's time for the Springsteen song of the week. And this week, it's one of the all-time classic ones. One of the Truly great, great, great songs that Bruce has ever written. Uh, the opener of Born to Run, it is Thunder Road. Thunder Road is the Bruce Springsteen song of the week. Uh, I was listening to the No Nuke Show, which is, so, oh man, holy shit. The No Nuke Show is such a great, um, if you've never listened to Bruce live, don't listen to that show because I don't know if you'll ever top it because he is on his Everybody in the band is on their fucking A game in that show. And uh, maybe that, maybe it is. Maybe it's the one you should watch because it's like, this is why Springsteen was a fucking megastar. This is why Springsteen is the greatest of all fucking time. The No Nuke Show, 79, Madison Square Garden. He does it over two nights. I think one of them's his birthday. It's like his 30th birthday, I believe. Um, and he does like a great rendition of Quarter to Three. Uh, Clarence fucking kills it all night long on the sax. Uh, let's see. I know they do, like, The River. They do, obviously, Born to Run. They do Quarter to the Three. They do the Detroit Medley with uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, good golly, Miss Molly. Um, there's another one in there. I don't know. It's, it's such a great rendition. It's, like, 15 minutes long. And, like, ah, he just kills it. Rosalita's on there. I fucking love Rosalita. But Thunder Road is great, especially on the No Nuke show. Because, like, it, you know, at that time, mostly Bruce would play that just with uh, the piano. Um, he'd only play it with the piano backing him and maybe the glockenspiel. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's all he would play. And like the band really wanted, you know, I know like on the Hammerschmidt ballroom show, 75 and, um, London, I know it's just piano. Like for most parties usually just keeps it the piano. Then eventually it became more and more band. This one, whenever it comes in after like the first kind of verse, um, oh, it's, it's good. It's really fucking good. Uh, hopefully I've got it queued up. I'm, you know, 
I think the music was pretty loud on the last episode when I played it to the point like you really couldn't hear me if I tried to say anything over the music. And I think it cut out some of the stuff I said. So I think, actually, I think I need to go down just a little bit. I think I've got a better volume control here. I'm still figuring that stuff out on the fly. Like, you know, the cool thing I should do is kind of record myself talking and playing the music and then listen back to it and say, okay, it needs to come down and just do that continuously. Or say, hey, this is what level you're at. And, like, I can work it out from there. That's what I should do. You know what I'm not going to do? What I just said. <laughs> Oh, man, let me pull this fucking song up. Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. Also, just, not just off the No Nuke show, just in general, Thunder Road is such a beautiful song. It sets the stage for Born to Run so well. Like, the opening, the piano, and the harmonica. Like, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect setup for the entirety of what Born to Run is going to be. It is the opening cinematic sweeping kind of uh, opening credits song, basically, for that record, which is to me is the greatest record ever made. Um... I, once again, I'm trying to find the song, and I keep putting my phone down because I'm getting so into it. Um, <laughs> come on, Brandon. 